turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And of course, on our program, we do that with a, from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. We're pleased to be joined by a recent guest on our program, and we're going to talk about a lot of concepts in the in the workplace. I know everybody, um, we spend, all of us, uh, most of us, uh, spend most of our life, a big part of our week in our lives in the workplace, and, it's, uh, and a lot of us aren't, um, a lot of people are not fulfilled in the workplace, or they certainly could, could be more fulfilled and, and be more productive. So we're going to talk today with Dawn Whitestone founder of Relational Wealth Builders, and also uh, Dawn is also, um, another title for Dawn is Business Coach, and she's going to be joining us today to talk about a variety of factors about how workers can be more engaged in the workplace, can do a better job, and most importantly, feel better and um, and have more joy in the workplace. Dawn, great to have you back. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much for having me back, Roger. And why don't we start once again at the top, Dawn? I think that's a very interesting title you have. Of course, you're the founder of Relational Wealth Builders, and our friends can find out more at relationalwealthbuilders.com. But you also, uh, part of your title is business coach as well. Just t- what is a business coach? Well, a business coach works with business owners, executives, and the frontline workforce in helping people to really have a better work experience. And and that can be in a variety of ways. I focus on helping people with people skills. So helping people understand how to have better relationships um, up, down, and sideways if you're looking at that corporate ladder. So working better with the people that you work with, your fellow employees, with your staff, if you're a manager or an owner, and working better with the, the people who are uh, above you as supervisors and then also with customers you know businesses run on sales we all like to get paid when we're at work and we get paid by doing work that brings money into the company and so helping people understand how to ser- truly serve the customers and understand what's going on in the customers minds as well as their fellow workers a lot of important work there and a lot of important work that relates i would say to virtually every single person listening to our show which is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I wanted to have Dawn on, back on our program once again, and we'll continue to hear uh, Dawn Whitestone on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Um, Dawn, I want to get into, to start our program, talk about a, a workshop on leadership that your firm, Relational Wealth Builders, is, um, has coming up. 
in May and also it's sponsored by Corporate Care Partners as well. But before we talk about that, I would just like to ask you one more question about Relational Wealth Builders, the work you do as a business coach. And how did you get into this field and what led you to become a business coach and found your company, Relational Wealth Builders? Oh, that's a great question, Roger. Thanks for asking. Well, my background is I'm actually a licensed therapist. I'm a Florida licensed mental health counselor, and I spent a lot of years working in a local agency with social service uh, issues, addictions, and counseling, and and people who had very deep needs and and problems that needed to be dealt with. And um, when I started learning, you know, as counselors, they teach us how to help people cope. Um, Unfortunately, in a lot of counseling, it's about managing symptoms rather than finding healing. And I was introduced um, probably about 10 years ago now, to a modality of inner healing prayer where I started seeing people actually be healed of the psychological issues that, that they were going through. And it's, it's not mumbo jumbo. It's not, you know, hitting somebody on the head, but using tried and true and very specific ways of listening to God uh, that allow people to, to perceive God's presence and actually to resolve those issues that were causing trauma for them. And because I started learning that model, I started learning more and more about the brain and something called neurotheology. And neurotheology is all about how our brains interact with God. And so through that process, uh, I just, it expanded my knowledge in such a way that I, I had so much to teach people. And I felt like God was leading out of me, leading me out of that agency I was working for to start my own business. And I assumed I'd be working with families and social service agencies because that's who I'd always worked with. But the people who were walking in my door were business people. And so I I went through a process of saying, okay, God, I guess this is who I'm supposed to be serving. And I now primarily work with businesses and helping employers uh, have happier employees and helping employees learn how to be more successful and get out of their own way. Most of the time, the troubles that we have at work is the the foot of real estate between our two ears. And so if if we can really work on What's holding us back? You know, very often we we can see where we need to be, but darn it, there's something in the way. Why can't I get there? And helping people uncover those invisible barriers and get them out of the way and then understand the people around them and what makes them tick so that they can work together rather than working against one another. It's a boatload of fun. Very interesting concepts, and we're glad that you're here to share with our listeners. Friends, we're speaking with Dawn Whitestone, founder of Relational Wealth Builders, and the head coach of Relational Wealth Builders. I want to revisit some of the topics that you talked about, Dawn, but right now I want to talk, ask you about the big event, the, the seminar um, you've got coming up soon on a workshop on leadership. Can you just tell us about um, what, what you're going to be doing there? Oh, absolutely. That's going to be about a three-hour workshop called Don't Just Manage Lead. And that is all about helping people who are in management or who aspire to management and those above them to increase their people skills. You know, a lot of people, the reason they get promoted into management is because they do a really good job at the task that that they do as a frontline worker. And so they do such a good job, they get rewarded with a promotion and they get into management But they don't necessarily, just because they're good at what they do, doesn't mean that they're really good at helping other people and especially more people 
be able to do that as well. And so the gap for a lot of companies is helping managers understand how to lead people because you don't, you don't really manage people. You manage products, you manage services, but you lead people. And so this workshop is geared toward people who have a lot of people or, you know, who've been promoted and, and they need to know more about their people skills, more about inspiring and motivating people. And it's very activity-oriented. I am, I am all about helping people to build their skills. I'm not just going to back up the truck and dump information on them. This is, this is not about um, more and more academic information. This is about learning a skill, practicing a, the skill in the workshop, and then taking it back to your workplace and implementing it with the people whom you manage or supervise. Very interesting. And I want to talk to you more in depth about the workshop you're sponsoring and you'll be hosting coming up, Don't Just Manage Lead. In fact, there are four different elements, at least four different elements that I'll mention right now, and I'd like to talk to you more in depth about those elements. One is L, love what you do. Another one is E, empower and engage people. Another one is A, act your age. That one sounds very interesting. Uh And D, the third one is D, as in L-E-A-D, lead. D is develop continuously. And before we begin to talk more in depth, Dawn, when and where um, is your workshop going to be and how can our listeners uh, who may want to participate find out about it? Okay. The workshop will be Tuesday, May 3rd, so you've got a little bit of time to register for that. It's going to be at uh, the Goodwill Main Branch which is on South Orange Blossom Trail. They have a wonderful media room in at the primary Goodwill site. And the cost for that up through April 19th is $25. So this is, this is just a phenomenal price of $25 for that workshop. It will go up as of April 19th. So if you want to come, please do register so you can get the lowest price. Um, but we'd love to see anybody there who is in leadership or who aspires to leadership in their company. Now, let's talk about some of the fundamental elements. Um, in fact, why don't we, we're going to be up on our first break soon, so why don't we wait and to address the, the fundament, some of the, the key points that you're going to address at the workshop, Don't Just Manage Lead. And um, before we go that, just um, like to ask you, and we'll also be talking on our program today later um, about the concept of joy in the workplace, mm-hmm. and we'll also be talking about the concept of strategic prayer which is something that's very interesting, a very powerful and interesting activity that, that Dawn is, is heavily involved with as well. So we have a lot of great things, very substantive things to discuss with Dawn Whitestone on our program today and things that really, I don't know, um, I think are, are unique and um, many people are not uh, have not been engaged in. So we have a, a very exciting program today with a lot of, a lot of great new information. Um, Dawn, before we go um, to our break, I just... Uh, one more thing, who are some of the people that you work with? I mean, who who are some of your clients? Who are the, some of the people that, that, that you employ these these uh, these uh, concepts with effectively? Oh, wow, Roger. You know, and I, you don't have to mention specific companies if you don't want to, but just what industries, what types of businesses, that kind of thing. Okay, that I can talk about. Um, you know, with my therapist background, uh, uh, confidentiality is very important to me, so I don't name names unless uh, unless I'm given permission to do so. Uh, so know that if you come to see me, your information is confidential. But I've worked, uh, I have worked with social service agencies. I have worked with Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I know that they would allow me to use their name. Uh, I have worked with small businesses that serve the educational community, that 
serve um, network marketing companies, um, just a variety of different companies. And Don, we're going to take our first break. Friends, we'll be breaking just a moment. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Don Whitestone, founder and head coach, head business coach of Relational Wealth Builders. And you can find out more at relationalwealthbuilders.com. Also want to remind you, and you'll be hearing more about it throughout the program, is the workshop that Don and Relational Wealth Builders are sponsoring, hosting, coming up on May the 3rd, Tuesday, May 3rd, called Don't Just Manage, Lead. Before we go to break, I want to remind you that and let you know our program is sponsored by our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. And for those, especially let those that know that if you're looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, or other vehicle with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. And they're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Also, want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Vern Fat Orlando, who have just been voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with more with Don Whitestone of Relational Wealth Builders on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. News, views, and interviews important to you. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today. Got a great topic and a great guest. We're pleased to be joined by Don Whitestone. And Dawn is the founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders. And Relational Wealth Builders is a firm that counsels and advises companies, managers, and employees in the workplace about having better relationships, being more successful in the in the workplace, and also especially having a gaining more satisfaction and fulfillment in the workplace and at our jobs. We were talking before the break with Dawn about. Um, workshop that she's going to she's going to be doing coming up on Tuesday, May third, called "Don't Just Manage, Lead." So, workshop on leadership, and we're going to talk more in depth about that in this segment. But before we do, Donna had another question for you—a more uh, kind of a fundamental question about what you do and about relational wealth builders. And we you talk about coaching, and you talk about camp counseling, and you said you've got a, a background, a strong background. In counseling, what is the difference in coaching and counseling? Well, thanks for asking that question, Roger, because that is it can be a little bit confusing. So there's good reasons for both. Um, the primary difference is that counselors come from a clinical or medical way of looking at things, whereas coaches, it's more that, that sports model, like what you talk about in, in your old school show. Um, so counselors... If you want to have a counselor if you need a diagnosis because a counselor is going to give you a diagnosis and a treatment plan and they are bound by some very serious regulations um, both federally and at a state level um, whereas coaches have a lot more freedom to work with their clients in a very different way. So, so counselors uh, will give you a diagnosis and a treatment plan. Coaches are going to give you, they're going to sit down and talk with you about what are your goals and what are you moving toward and how do we move you toward those goals. So you can think about it in, in a way like counselors are, are looking at the past and problems and coaches are looking at the future and possibilities. 
And um, both of them are going to deal with with problems, but in a very different way of, of looking at them. And the great thing about having a coach that's also a counselor is I have a lot of tools in my toolbox. And I think that leads us into so you've got your tools in your toolbox. You're going to, I guess, employ some of those, correct, at the at your workshop on leadership. Oh, absolutely. This workshop is jam-packed <clears throat> with skills-building activities. Um, we will talk a little bit about how your brain works and how the brains of the people around you work because sometimes we look at people and go, what in the world did they do that for? Because people don't always think the same way. So understanding what motivates people. Um, and those times when, when we kind of hang our heads and go, I can't believe I did that. Why did I act that way? Understanding when your brain short circuits and, and when those negative emotions kind of hijack your brain and how does that happen and how can we prevent that and how can we recover from it when it happens? Now, who would be, um, who should, who would be uh, good to, to attend the workshop? Don't just manage lead. Is it only for managers? Is it for employees and managers, um, business owners? Who, who is, uh, it's your target audience, if you will. Definitely anybody who's in a management position or above should consider coming to this workshop. Um, and frontline employees who aspire to management, who aspire to lead others, really anyone who wants to learn how to lead people, this would be a great workshop for. We are targeting employer people in the workplace, so, so this will be targeted to the workplace. But really the skills apply to anybody who's in a leadership position or who, want, who wants to have influence. Um, and we'd love to have some owners. If, if you want to send your employees to this, if you'd like to pay for it, it's only $25 per employee. That is so dirt cheap. And um, please contact me because we can set it up so that your employees can register at no cost to them. And then we will invoice the company for anybody who's coming. And for those that, that would like to find out more or would like to attend, how do they get involved? How do they register? Oh, please contact me at relationalwealthbuilders.com. You can go to the website or email me at info at relationalwealthbuilders.com, and I'll make sure that we contact you. We're speaking with Dawn Whitestone, founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders. And, Dawn, you mentioned um, off the air, uh, I think, a very interesting statistic and uh, kind of a disturbing in a way, too, about um, the number of people that are in the workplace that, first of all, are not happy or not fulfilled at their job, in fact, to the point where they're looking for another job. And part of that situation is a very high percentage of those aren't necessarily dissatisfied with their company uh, or their industry. They're primarily looking for another job uh, because they are dissatisfied with their boss. And can you just talk about that and how does that relate to what you're doing and, and your workshop, Don't Just Manage Lead? Well, it's very well known in, in the corporate world that people don't leave companies, they leave managers. Um, a lot of people would say, and there's been statistics on this, and I apologize I didn't bring them with me, but there are a number of people who have said that they would rather have a different boss than a raise. And very often that happens because people get promoted into management positions, but they get little to no training on how to lead people. And just because you're good at doing your job doesn't mean that you're good at helping other people do their jobs. And that's primarily what managers do is they serve the employees under them. The other thing that happens is, um, and this is a fascinating uh, statistic from Talent Smart, is that the higher the higher people get promoted in a company, the lower their people skills tend to go. And it's not because they didn't start out well. Most people, most managers have pretty good people skills, but then they get they keep getting promoted and promoted. They have more and more responsibility. They're less involved with 
people and more involved with numbers and just having to get things done. And what happens in your brain is is you have these relational circuits and those can shut down when you get so focused on tasks that you forget that you've got to relate to people. And so people start looking like problems instead of like people and we don't treat them very well. And then morale goes down and productivity goes down and and very bad things can start happening and we just get more and more frustrated and then we tend to get bossier and bossier and and looking more like bullies than like leaders. And so but the the interesting thing about that study was that it also showed that in the best companies the CEOs have the highest relational skills, the highest emotional quotient uh, of of anybody, and and so in the very best companies, your people skills go up as your as your promotions go up. So the good companies invest in teaching their people people skills, and the higher they get in leadership, the more people skills they need to have. Very interesting, very interesting stuff. And you can find out more at relationalwealthbuilders.com. That's relationalwealthbuilders.com. And we're speaking with the founder of Relational Wealth Builders right now, Dawn Whitestone. Dawn, let's talk specifically some of the nuts and bolts of your workshop, which will be taking place on Tuesday, May 3rd, from 8.30 a.m. to noon. Um, And go go back to the word lead and the bullet points, if you will, um, that you're going to stress, starting with L, love what you do. What, What Can you elaborate on that for us? Sure. And how that relates to, to being a good manager. Absolutely. Well, you know, if we don't like what we're doing, it's going to be really hard to motivate other people to enjoy what they're doing. And so I, I want to help people bring their personality and passion to work with them. And there are some very simple things that people can do to start doing that, bringing that personality and passion to work. Um, I help, I'm going to help them understand how their brains work and how to work with their own brain in order to enjoy their work and enjoy the people that they work with. Because very often, the reason we don't enjoy work is because so-and-so is there, and they drive me crazy. So um, let's get together and learn how to love what you do and who you're working with so that you can inspire others to do the same thing. And that leads us right into the next concept, and especially when dealing with uh, conflict at work or having a, in working together with, um, with our coworkers. Um, empower and engage people. Yes, yes. So especially as managers, anytime you're leading other people in trying to get things done, it's very important to have them engaged and empowered. And very often what happens in the workplace is um, bosses micromanage and they're so focused on getting things done that they they forget or they never learn how to engage the people that they're trying to work with and trying to get to do things. And people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So learning, again, understanding how people tick and, and gaining those people skills to engage people in the work that they're doing, to engage with the customers who are the ones who bring in those dollars that, that pay all of our salaries and be able to equip your people to do the job that they need to do and to serve the customers that they need to serve. Now, this brings up a, a question. we got about two minutes before our next break along the same lines in the concept of empower engage, and engage people and how that connects with, with being a good manager. Just uh, as I observe um, in my observations and actually haven't been in the workplace, of course, the corporate workplace for, for many, many years, it seems like, um, you know, <clears throat> certain examples, maybe a lot of examples of, and you alluded to a little bit earlier, of people who get into a man, responsible managerial position and they just, just don't have 
people skills. They don't have empathy. They don't have, um, they, they're not good with people, if you will. Where, where does a company begin to, to try to, to deal with that situation? Obviously, by calling in relational wealth builders. Well, yes, that's, that's the most obvious answer. <laughs> But, but I mean, this seems to be kind of an endemic situation in corporate America as well. I mean, um, what, do you have any thoughts on you know, what companies can do? It's important to understand what motivates people. It's, people, when you're doing a task, you know, if it's just you and you have to get a job done, it's really easy to do that, especially if you're a very task-oriented individual. But motivating more than one person to get things done takes a completely different set of skills. It uses a different part of your brain. And so you actually have to turn on the relational skills in your brain, in your body, and relate to people as people rather than relating to people as problems. And to me, that's the biggest difference is, is helping those who are doing the motivating to understand, all right, first engage the people and then look at how to solve the problem. Because usually we try to do it the other way around, and that gets us into trouble. Powerful concept, very wise. Friends, you'll learn great concepts such as this and many more from Don Whitestone and Relational Builders. And you can find out more at relationalwealthbuilders.com. We're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk to Don. We're going to talk about concepts such as joining the workplace and strategic player, prayer. And, of course, we'll continue to examine concepts for managers to lead better in the workplace as well. You're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Good to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Of course, our program has a strong focus on the workplace, business, free enterprise, in addition to our regular conversations with Florida elected officials and political candidates. Today, we're focusing primarily or mainly exclusively on the workplace and on the business end of of, um, the program. And we're talking with Dawn Whitestone. Dawn is the founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders. You can find out more at relationalwealthbuilders.com. Dawn is a business coach. She has a strong background in counseling. And her work, among other things, includes working with businesses and companies to help employees not only be more productive, but also to be more fulfilled and uh, in the workplace and uh, tap their potential better. Now, Dawn, we were also talking about the workshop on management, on managing, leading, that Dawn is hosting coming up on Tuesday, May 3rd, called Don't Just Just Manage, Lead. And Dawn, we were talking about some of the concepts you'll be addressing. We talked about um, the concept of love what you do. It's important for people in a leadership position to exhibit enthusiasm for the job that they have and passion, get in touch with the passion that they, they have for their job. Also, we before the break, we were talking about the concept of empower and engage people and uh, really if, understand that you're dealing with individuals and every individual is different and you need to have um, empathy and compassion um, uh, along with um, you know, the other things you, communication uh, communication skills and other, other things that you're dealing with people 
in regards to. Um, now, and, and, and I want to leads us to one of the more interesting concepts you'll be talking about is act your age, and I can't wait to talk to you about that one and, and get your insights. But let's before we do, let's talk about one of the uh, just kind of fundamental situations, real world situations that that is in, that uh, exist in corporate America, even small businesses as well. And that is just the fact that so many people come into leadership positions in business, um, in management positions, and they d- do not have a background or even uh, maybe aptitudes even in uh, what's called generally referred to as generally people skills. They don't, mm-hmm. they lack compassion. They lack empathy, uh, may not even have good communication skills. Um, don't have a, have a life, um, necessarily that, that where they, um, um, we're caring for other people, especially, uh, people, you know, they're not your friends or family, uh, isn't really stressed. Um, you know, so what, 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 what can businesses do and what can businesses do better to, I guess, um, either select better people to be in managed positions or, or to help uh, people that are already there to, to be better in, in dealing with the workers? That's a really good question, Roger. And there are a number of assessments that, that many larger companies use to determine if people have an aptitude for leading other people or just playing an aptitude for the job that they're uh, looking at hiring them in for. So that's one thing is is doing an assessment uh, or several assessments very often. Uh, but just looking at how how good are people's people skills. And But once you're in those positions, you can learn these things. Uh, you know, Part of the reason that I'm so passionate about this was because I wasn't very good at it. You know, you go back 15, 20 years, I think I think that's one of the reasons why God led me into counseling was I needed to learn some people's skills. And I was very task-focused just because that's how I was raised. I was raised on a farm, and there was a lot that had to get done. And, you know, we were dealing with animals. You didn't have to have good people skills. So I knew how to get things done. But when, especially when I moved to Florida, my best friend was from Atlanta, Georgia, and I tell you, she can insult you and make you feel good about it. And that just was an enigma to me. How do you, how do you do that? And, and how are you nice to people all the time like that? So I am living proof that it can be learned and that joy can be learned. And I remember writing, writing a blog on my 39th birthday about how I was finding myself smiling for no apparent reason. It was just, it had, joy had become my normal mood state and it hadn't been that way for a very long time. So joy is actually a brain skill and it's a brain skill that can be practiced. And that's one of the first things that I teach people about in any workshop or any talk that I do is how to practice joy. And once you learn that for yourself, you spread it to the people around you, and that's pretty exciting stuff. Now, Don, I'd like to um, once again revisit some of the concepts you'll be discussing in your workshop. Don't manage, don't just manage, lead, and that's coming up on Tuesday, May third. And friends, you can find out more, and you can find out how to register and participate at relationalwealthbuilders dot com. Is the concept of act your age. Mm-hmm. Acting your age is is all about the fact that all of us need to mature in in our lives. You know, there there are five different areas that we need to grow in as people in order to thrive. We need to receive and give life. We need to belong. We need to mature, which is what Act Your Age is all about. We need to recover from malfunction and trauma, and we need to live from our hearts. 
And um, acting your age is all about learning about, all right, if, if we look at the stages of development, and I have very simple stages of development, infant, child, adult, parent, elder, you know, these are pretty easy to understand. Well, overall, what stage am I in? It, you know, even if I'm 49 years old, am I in that adult or parent stage or do I act more like an infant most of the time instead of a, an adult or a parent? And so figuring out where we're at overall and then where are the gaps? Because most of us have some gaps in our maturity. There are things that we didn't learn growing up. And if we can identify those, we can go back and remediate that. We can, we can learn those things that we haven't learned. But first we have to identify where are we and then what do I need to learn? So acting your age is, is all about identifying your own triggers and identifying the things that hijack your brain and make you act in a way that isn't like you. So that you can, you can work on those or surround yourself with people who are better at those skills than you are so that if something comes up, you've got a wingman. And it sounds like your, the work you do in general at Relational Wealth Builders, but especially the things you'll be talking about at the just, Don't Just Manage Lead workshop will really help people, at least those that are opened, open-minded, uh, learn more about themselves and gain greater oh, yes. insight into themselves. Oh, yes. This is very much, it has to start with personal growth. If you are not already a good leader, then this is going to help you to become the person that you need to be in order to serve the people that you work with. And if you're a manager, you're a servant. Just like any parent knows, parents serve their kids. Managers serve the people who work for them. That's your job is to equip them to do the job that they're supposed to do. Hold them to high standards and give them the resources they need to do that job. So, um, so yeah, it's all about personal growth and then, and then leading people to, to the point that you are. But you can't lead people where you haven't been. So you got to go there first yourself. We're speaking with Dawn Whitestone, founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. And Dawn, before we leave this topic of act your age in the concept of being a good leader, you know, one of the things that, that, um, I learned just a, a few years ago, actually, was that you know, a lot of people don't necessarily think about is is our emotional age, if you will, or, or our emotional growth is totally unrelated to our intellectual growth, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. Um, and you can have somebody with a, a high degree of education, degrees, uh, great credentials in the workplace, great success in the workplace, but still um, emotionally they can be uh, stunted at one of these uh, lower levels in certain cases, um, and and or even um, even if they're a relatively healthy, uh, emotionally person, there there are certain um, mm-hmm. places, if you will, in, in their personality where they will react uh, not so much not as an adult, but but as a child in, in stressful situations, or even a, as an infant, if mm-hmm. you will. Can can you uh, 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 talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um- we have in our brains we the executive control center is what most people have heard of it as heard of it as I call it your joy bucket and around your joy bucket and the reason we call it that is because that part of the brain grows through joyful interactions with other people it's it's not intellectually stimulated it's stimulated by good relationships with people the bigger that part of your brain is the better you can handle distress and upset without melting down and starting some drama So the first thing you want to do is have lots of wonderful, healthy relationships with people and and experiences with healthy people. 
But around that are, are some of what most people think of as negative emotions. I call them protective because they're there for a reason. They're either there to protect us, like fear. There's good reasons to be fearful. You know, if, if that snake is going to bite you and that poison will kill you, it's good to be fearful of snakes. Um, shame is actually a protective emotion for other people. And so when we do something, you know, when you bite your sister when you're two years old and your mom is not glad to be with you because you bit your sister, that teaches us don't bite my sister. Um, so that's, so these are protective emotions and there are actually nerves. There are, um, they're, they're like roads between our joy bucket and those protective emotions and um, if if those nerves are well built, we can return to joy from those protective emotions in as little as 90 seconds. But if they're not well built, we can get stuck in those emotions or we avoid them like the plague or we jump from different emotions to another and and things just kind of short circuit and we don't act well. And so that's one of those times when we don't act our ages, when we don't have good return to joy circuits. But there are ways to remediate that. Very interesting. Brenda, no if you're like I am, you're learning a lot on today's program. You can learn more at the website, RelationalWealthBuilders.com. Our guest is Dawn Whitestone, founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders. We're going to go to another break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk with Dawn. We'll talk about the concept of joy in the workplace, more about the concept of joy in the workplace, and the concept of strategic prayer as well. And I want to remind you that Dawn's workshop on leading and on management is coming up on tuesday may 3rd 8 30 a.m to 12 noon you can find out more and you can register at relationalwealthbuilders.com want to once again let you know that our program is sponsored by our friends over at alexander aviation associates if you own an aircraft or if you're in an aviation related business alexander aviation associates will ensure you from the ground up find out more at alexander aviation associates.com Alexander Aviation Associates, proud supporters of the UCF Knights. Friends, stay with us. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. To the Roger Franklin Williams Show. News, views, and interviews. Important to you. And now, here's Roger. And this is my Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Pleased to be joined today. By Dawn Whitestone. Dawn is founder and head coach of Relational Wealth Builders, a company that advises and consults small businesses and large corporations and everything in between in building better relationships in the workplace, being more effective in the workplace, and having a better work environment for workers and, and managers and employees. Now, Dawn, we were talking about the concept, among other things, we're talking about the concept of becoming a better manager, being a better leader uh, for managers in the workplace. You have a workshop coming up on Tuesday, May 3rd, where you're going to have an intensive half a day training and, and instruction in these concepts. And friends, I want to let you know that you can find out more about that at relationalwealthbuilders.com, Dawn's website. And we were talking about uh, briefly uh, some of the concepts that you will be talking about more in depth at the workshop, and one of those is develop continuously, the concept of continually learning and improving and getting better. Can you elaborate on that for us? Certainly. Well, um, a lot of what I teach is about relational brain skills, and when we talk about developing continuously, 
you know, it used to be when I was in high school, they taught us that our brains stopped growing in our mid twenties and, and it just stopped then, which kind of doesn't make any sense because how would we learn anything after the age of 25 if our brains stopped growing? Well, in the, in the past 15 to 20 years, we've learned that the brain is actually very plastic and, and it is constantly changing and growing. And so it's important for us to be developing continuously and learning and growing because as we grow as leaders, that's going to allow us to, to grow the team. You, it's the law of the lid. John Maxwell talked about that. You can't take people anywhere that you haven't already been. And so the people that you're leading are always, always going to be behind you. If they're not, you're not leading. And so the more you grow, the more your skills as a leader grow and the more people you can lead as well. So it's always important to be developing continuously. And part of what I'll be doing at the workshop is, is helping people to learn and begin to practice skills. And these are skills that they can take with them and to continue practicing in the workplace so that they can continue to grow and change. And we'll also be sending out a reminder after the workshop about the skills that they said that they wanted to learn. So we'll be staying in touch with them as well. No, that's great. And once again, that's coming up on Tuesday, May 3rd. It's the workshop on leading and management. Don't just manage lead presented by relational wealth builders. You can find out more and you can register at relationalwealthbuilders.com. That's Don's company. Now, Don, let's talk more about, we've talked a little bit um, earlier, but um, we can, there's a lot more I'd like to have you share. And that's the concept of joy in the workplace. Mm-hmm. The reason I talk a lot about joy in the workplace, I mentioned earlier that in our brains is an area that a lot of people refer to as the executive control center. Um, scientists call it your right prefrontal cortex, uh, but nobody's going to remember what that is. It's part, the part of your brain right behind your right eyeball. And it is all about making good decisions and helping us to to recognize people as people and not as problems. I mean, it's just the, the part of our brain that makes us human, it's where we know who we are and how to act like ourselves. And we call that the joy bucket because that part of the brain grows through joyful interactions with other people. So to your brain, joy means someone is glad to be with me. So if you think about that person that when you walk into the room, their eyes just light up to see you. I call that your sparkle eyes. So when they when their eyes light up to see you or you call them on the phone and, and they go, oh, Roger, I'm so glad to hear from you. That just a little tiny bit will grow your joy bucket. And so the more and more of those interactions you have with people who are glad to be with you, the bigger that part of your brain is. The cool thing is that's also the part of your brain that helps you to handle upset. So the bigger your joy bucket is, the more stress and pain and and dissatisfaction you can handle without your brain starting to shut down. Because when your joy capacity is exceeded by the level of pain or distress, your brain actually starts shutting down. And that's what's referred to as emotional trauma. And the interesting thing is your brain shuts down from left to right and front to back. And the, the left side of your brain contains information and language. And so have you ever been so upset that you couldn't talk? You know, it's like, I just yeah, can't find the words, you know, or it's like, I know, I know that information, but I can't find it. You know, we tend to call it test anxiety or where are my keys? And um, it's because you're so upset, your brain is starting to shut down. So the first thing that goes is information and language. And then the next thing is that part of your brain where you know that the who you are and how to act like you. So you stop acting like yourself. 
And people go, I don't know what happened. She seemed like such a nice person. Um, you don't want to be there. So the bigger that joy bucket is, the longer it takes for that to happen. And, and we want to grow that joy bucket for managers and leaders and anybody in the workplace so that they have more fun at work and they can handle more without it stressing them out and causing drama. Very, very interesting. And friends, you can find out more at RelationalWealthBuilders.com. Our guest is Dawn Whitestone. Dawn's the founder of RelationalWealthBuilders.com. And as you can hear, we're having a tremendous amount of very practical information about uh, the concept of about, uh, just having a better life. Um, and especially being more productive and being happier in the workplace. Now, Don, before we go, before we go and before we wrap up, I'd like to. There's another very interesting, fascinating concept that you are involved in, and, and that is the concept of strategic prayer. Can you just tell us a little bit about strategic prayer? Sure, Roger. Well, you know, the Bible talks about the fact that God knows the plans that He has for us, and they are plans for prosperity and not for harm. Plans to give us a hope and a future. In the New Testament, it also says that um, God created us for good works, that we are God's craftsmanship, his workmanship, created to do good works, prepared in advance before the creation of the world. So God has a purpose for having each one of us here. And the more we are, we are finding out, okay, Lord, where are you at work right now? And how can I join you in the work that you're doing and the good works that you already planned for me to do? It just seems to me like the better things are going to go for us. Not always easier because Jesus also promised us trouble. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. Um, but there's there's so much fulfillment and the Hebrew concept of shalom, peace and righteousness when when we're doing what it is that God put us here to do. And so strategic prayer is simply about connecting with God in a way where we we listen to him about his purposes and plans and join him in fulfilling those. And it's pretty cool that I get to help people do this. That's great. And it's pretty cool you're here to share with, uh, with us about it. It's really been great to have you and really learned a, um, a lot. And the great thing about learning about the information that you share, Dawn, is it's all practical information. It's, it's information that we can incorporate, take, um, incorporate in our own lives and help us have a better life. Mm-hmm. Now, we got about uh, two minutes before we have to, to go. Dawn, anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Well, I'd love to see you at the workshop. And again, the cost is $25 if you register before April 19th. After that, the price will go up. Um, also, I, I have a number of opportunities. I work with companies on a customized basis. If, if you are an employer and you'd like to learn more, please contact me. I also have some some a la carte groups that people can join. Um, I have one that's going on on Thursday mornings and then another on Thursday evenings. These are once a month. So uh, contact me at info at relationalwealthbuilders.com. I'd love to inc- include you in a group where we learn more about joy at work those relational brain skills, and then there's also individual coaching that can be had as well. So I just, I love to help people learn about their brains and connect with God and, and be more purposeful at work. And Don, I know you work with, with companies that have you shared, you know, corporate, large corporations, small businesses, everything in between. Do you do work with individuals? Oh, yes, absolutely. I have salespeople, um, who want to improve their their revenue generating activities? I have business owners. In fact, 
most of the time what happens is I'll have a business owner that comes to me for individual work and we end up working with their entire team. So that's, that's how I got into working with businesses was I was working with individuals and they said, you got to come in and help my team. That's great. Well, Dawn, thank you for joining us once again. We look forward to having you back again soon and, uh, and consistently on the show. I love that idea, Roger. <laughs> and friends, the company is RelationalWealthBuilders.com. At Re- Relational Wealth Builders. You can find out more at RelationalWealthBuilders.com. You can also register and, and or even learn more about the workshop that Dawn is sponsoring called Don't Just Manage Lead. It's a workshop for managers and how to lead better in the workplace. And once again, that's RelationalWealthBuilders.com. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to thank Jeff, our producer. And um, that's going to be it for our program. We're looking forward to being joined in the near future by Lieutenant Governor uh, Lopez Cantera. We'll keep you up to date on that one. And, of course, we'll continue to give insight and our insight and coverage um, insights on the very exciting 2016 presidential race as well on future programs. But that's going to be our program today. Thank you to Dawn Whitestone. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.